This is a Rooster Teeth production. Salutations to all you star sponsors. Phase on into the Stinky Dragon Guzzle, our latest gulp. Fortune favors the foretold. It's a mixture of space bending sherry, vortexian vermouth, basil nut liqueur, and psychic orb orange bitters. One mouthful of this moonshine, you'll be seeing double futures. Previously, our adventurers entered the ethereal plane with sleek, spectral, and smarsh, and once again encountered the true evildoer behind all their misfortune doors. After defeating their unhinged nemesis, they entered an otherworldly farmhouse where Hugh Manor was keeping plainer prisoners of the party's pals, Captain Marge, Dr. Ahem, and Mild Manor. After contending with the cannibalistic killer, Dr. Ahem sacrificed himself to slay Hugh and save his friends. Next, the party had their first dust-up with a diagem adorned in tropa. The Infinites fearlessly fought their armor-plated enemy, but ultimately were no match and fell to their untimely demises. Gum-Gum, however, woke up at Mount Celestia and met a deity he wasn't expecting. His mother, Daya. Cobble a cocktail, cause it's time for none other than our Infinale. Uh, well, we're dead, so uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, that's the episode. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. That's the shortest episode ever. It's funny because this morning the song has been stuck in my head has been uh, Dumb Ways to Die. Yeah. That's been stuck <laughs> in my head all day. That's why. Meet Entropa, and that's how you do it. <laughs> Daya reaches up to her blazing hair, and a brilliant white crown appears around her head. She takes it off and holds it out. This is yours, Ganka. You are the rightful heir of the diadem of Diagen. I gave Garador the crown to spare your life. Once he wore the diadem, Garador nearly matched my own celestial power. A relentless battle waged until we were both exhausted. In the end, I finally managed to imprison him, but at a great cost to you, to Phaser, and to myself. It took every last bit of my strength to save your life, but it meant Phaser would fall apart. The diagems would be scattered, and I would have to depart the material plane. But now you're here, which means your father has returned. And he has the means to eradicate magic from Phaser. And so, my dear Gum Gum, you have a choice. You can choose to stay here and take your rightful place among celestial deities and spend all of eternity with me, your mother. Or you can take this diadem Return to the material plane as a mortal, save your friends, and stop your father in trouble. The choice is yours. He decides to stay. I, yeah, I feel like Chris is wild card enough, and he's he's considering both. Looking at his face right now. We had a meeting yesterday. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, to figure out what would happen if he stayed. Because we were like. We don't know what Gum Gum's actually going to do at this point. We should talk about it a little bit and, and see what, what possibilities might exist. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're really my mama? Yes, Gum Gum. I think he would run and hug her oh. and start uh, crying. He, he just, like, go through her or, like, what's the, <laughs> what's the physical situation here? Uh, Daya spreads her shimmering arms out wide toward you. I'm sorry, mama. Oh. It's okay. 
It's not your fault, Gum Gum. You didn't do this. No, I'm, I spent all that time looking for Dad. I didn't look for you. I was there with you the whole time. I'm sorry. It's okay. So my dad is Garador, and Garador's Entropa? Yes, your dad is Garador, but he became Entropa. And Archie is... that's my dad too? (laughs) (laughs) Entropa occupied the body you knew as Archie for a time, but Archie is not your father. And sort of... He's just asking about every single <laughs> well, character we've ever met. They're all tied in. Uh, <laughs> Sordor's spirit was once in the body of Archie. Oh. But Archie and Sordor have no relation to you. <laughs> the guy I met in the woods that one time when Bart disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Little Jimmy. <laughs> so, you're a god, right? Some would view it that way. And so, Bart's dad's they said they're my godparents. Were they fibbing? <laughs> there could be multiple gods. Bye, everybody. Mud's not going to be here for the rest of the finale. They're just very special people for you. And they are not fibbing. Okay. They fibbing. <laughs> Gum Gum learned a new word recently. Yeah. Fibbing. So, did Dad, did he not ever want me? He lost his way. His rage overtook his love. And he became consumed by it. I mean, I get angry, but I don't get mean. And that's why you're so special, Gum Gum. Your care and love for people triumphs over your anger. Does he not love you? I fear he has forgotten how to love. He seems to only know rage now. Chris really put Gus through the improv uh, <laughs> ringer right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. I, I, got, I got this. I got this. But also from like a character perspective, like this makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, don't go asking his questions. Mud pulls out a little book that uh, tells kids how to deal with divorce that he got uh, from the library this one time. It's about uh, two alligators who don't love each other anymore. And so they go away in their little alligator kid. It's Why? actually a real book. Why are you pulling this from reality? It's so sad. <laughs> you got to explain this stuff to kids. Mm-hmm. He forgot how to love, but did he forget about me? I don't know for certain, but it's possible his rage has blinded him from who he once was as Garador, who we both were to him. That makes me sad. It is sad, Gum Gum. So, if I don't go back, will all my friends die? Well, I'm afraid your friends are already dead, Gum Gum. If you don't go back, they will stay that way. Am I dead? You're here with me. Oh, and if I go back, how do I save everyone? With the diadem. And again, she points at the diadem. The diadem of diagems. That's the little crown, right? Right. I don't think I'm strong enough for it. Oh, but you are. You were born to wear this diadem, my son. But if there is any doubt that you are ready, that itself is proof that you are worthy to wield its magics. What kind of magic? The purest of divine magic. The most powerful arcana available to me. At the orphanage, they said I slept for a really long time and didn't get older. Why was I so sleepy? Do you have any memory as an infant of being bit by something that looked like a dog? Yeah. That creature was in Tropa. His venomous bite cursed you with a seemingly endless sleep, slowly draining you of your life force. And then woke me up. You were woken by something he wasn't expecting. The 
feelings of friendship and love. Oh, and my boomba wand, it, it tropa made Mr. Mayor, Brick Tussler, destroy it. Why'd he do that? Entropa has known great pain. And that pain shows up in the form of his rage. And when rage becomes uncontrollable, it can lead us to hurt other people, forcing them to feel our pain. And that's why he took you from me? In a way, yes. I sacrificed all that I had to save you from his curse. And now he's trying to take my friends? Yes, but not just them. He's also trying to take magic away from the world. It's not very nice. You're right. It's not. If I go back, when do I have to go back? Well, you have to make the choice now. To either go back as a mortal, save your friends, and stop in trouble. Or to spend all of eternity with me here at Mount Celestia. If I ever go back, will I ever see you again? I will always be with you, my son. We have a connection that can never be broken. Can I have a hug first? Again? <laughs> of course. I wouldn't have it any other way. Once again, she opens her shimmering arms and embraces you in a warm hug. It's like being wrapped in a warm blanket of sunsets and sunrises, like nothing you've ever experienced. Whoa. That was really deep. Yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful way to describe it. I'm just really sorry, Mama, that I didn't find you sooner. And I'm sorry, but I think I have to go again. Daya puts the diadem on your head, and her eyes begin to glisten, and she smiles. It suits you, sweetheart. I couldn't be prouder of the person you've grown up to be. Please know that not one day has passed that I haven't wished to see you with my own eyes, to speak to you face to face, to hold you in my arms. You always have a place to call home here at Mount Celestia. That being said, I'm grateful you found your own family in Phaser. Take care of them. Hold them close. She opens her arms again and looks at you with moonlit eyes. I love you, Gunga. I love you more than all the magic in all the realms. I love you too, Mama. Your mother offers you one last smile. It's time to bring the magic back to Phaser. It's time to wake up, Gunga. Wake up. Everything around you fades to white. You can add the diadem of diagems to your inventory. Oh, seasonal allergies are back in Austin, man. <laughs> My eyes are watery, but it's, it's the cedar. It's the cedar. It's just raining on your face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the diadem is a pearlescent white crown. It's crafted by the deity Serendaya. It's made of pure celestial light, and it can house all six diagems. While wearing the crown, you gain the following traits. You have resistance to necrotic damage, an advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. That's celestial resistance. You have healing aura, so as a bonus action, you can cast mass cure wounds once per long rest. And you have ability called celestial revelation, radiant soul. You can use a bonus action to unleash the celestial energy within yourself. Your transformation lasts for one minute or until you end it as a bonus action. Two luminous spectral wings sprout from your back temporarily. Until the transformation ends, you have a flying speed equal to your walking speed, and once on each of your turns, you can deal an extra radiant damage to one target when you deal damage to it with an attack or spell. The extra damage equals your proficiency bonus. Once you transform using your revelation, you cannot use it again till you finish a long rest, and you have diagem divinity. When the diadem houses all six diagems, the diagem's power will begin to coalesce and energize. After a charging period, 
the diadem will grant you a divine power. That's cool. You open up bleary eyes and immediately see Bart, Kyborg, and Mud are lying on the ground around you motionless. You look up and see Entropa is turned away from you. He seems to be waving his arms around and chanting something in an unfamiliar language. I think you got that wrong, Gus. Actually, what's been happening this whole time is uh, Gumbo has actually been fighting Entropa because Gumbo wasn't actually struck down <laughs> at all. Him off yeah. one one. It's amazing. It's, it's awesome. I've been watching the whole thing. I'm such a proud papa. <laughs> Gum Gum's back, like, alive? You're back on the material plane. And conscious? And conscious? Yes. You're sitting up. Can I do the mask cure wounds? Yeah. Okay. Mask cure wounds... A wave of healing washes out from a point of your choice within range. Choose up to six creatures in a 30-foot radius squares. Sphere. Squares. 30-foot radius centered on that point. Each target regains hit points equal to 3d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Are they within 30 feet of me? Yes. And what about Gumbo? <laughs> Gumbo would get it as well. Oh, is he doing that, like, Simba thing? You know? <laughs> He's like, Dad. You know? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh, to no, me, I'm Gumbo. Dude. No, no. Yeah. Like I said, Gumbo's fighting in trouble right now and could really use a healing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to cast that. How many D8s was it? He rolls it. Oh, he does. Yeah. So you cast it, and how much does it heal? It's 11. Not the best roll. <laughs> <laughs> 11 total. Yes. That's Gum Gum. Hey, guys, we got him. We're mm. going to get in trouble. Mark just goes. <laughs> <laughs> As you all stir and wake from your eternal rest, you feel Daya's divine power coursing through your bodies, and everyone levels up to level 16. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> you feel more powerful. What new powers do you feel like you have? Uh, well, I, I I feel really lucky. <laughs> Just like extra lucky, kind of like Kyborg lucky. Bart <laughs> <laughs> flexes for Kyborg. He's like the Spider-Man Tobey Maguire looking in the mirror like, yeah. Uh, I also uh, learned a new spell during my <laughs> death rest uh, <laughs> called Feeble Mind where you blast the mind of a creature that you can see within range, attempting to shatter its intellect and personality. It won't work on me. The, tar <laughs> the target takes 46 psychic damage and must make an intelligence saving throw. On a failed save, the creature's intelligence and charisma scores become one. Uh, the creature can't cast spells, activate magic items, understand language, or communicate in any intelligible way. The creature can, however, identify its friends, follow them, and even protect them. So it, you basically make another gum gum. Yes. Like father, like son, hopefully, <laughs> in this situation. And that's an eighth level spell. Yes, now sir. you can cast eight level spells. Sure can. Read that last paragraph. That, <laughs> yeah. That's the, what's the worst part. At the end of every 30 days, the creature can repeat its saving throw against the spell. If it succeeds on a saving throw, the spell ends. So basically, you could only try every 30 days. Yeah, if you fail the save, you get to try again in a month. Mm hmm. God. Bummer, man. <laughs> <laughs> I promise not to use it on you at all. Until the very end, maybe. <laughs> that's that's my last dish ever. I just cast this on all of you guys. Bye. Gum gum, what'd you do? I got relentless endurance, so that means my rage doesn't go away unless I want it to or I die. So that's nice with magic. Which previously, if you didn't make an attack, your rage would or, go or away Or if there. I cast a spell. Maybe or cast a spell. Yeah. Oh. And I also got a level as a sorcerer. Oh. <laughs> Multi-classing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. We need to have like one of those little ceremonies where you like, you like break the karate board, yeah. you know? <laughs> but yeah, Gum Gum's a level one sorcerer and he's got a few spells <laughs> and uh, it's really cool. 
<laughs> I, I've been hoping this whole time someone would multi-class. You've been talking about multi-class for a while for, now. Yeah, that's awesome. We finally did it. <laughs> uh, Kyborg got tough. <laughs> Hit point maximum increases by an amount equal to twice your level uh, when you gain this feat. And then uh, from here on, I increased by like 2 HP based on my level. So I felt like we were going to be doing a boss battle here. So I wanted to get a little bit more HP. And then I also got something called Enfeebling Arrow. Despite this funny sound, Enfeebling Arrow is a creature hit by the arrow, takes an extra 2d6 necrotic damage, and must also succeed on the constitution saving throw, or the damage dealt by its weapon attack is halved uh, until the start of your next turn. And then I think I also got something else just because of upgrading ever-ready shot. <clears throat> if you roll initiative and have no use of uh, arcane shot remaining, uh, you gain one use of it. So, like, when I blow through all my arcane shots, as I do, I'll, I'll get one back. Nice. I feel like I missed the memo and didn't get a feeble-based uh, yeah, uh, spell or, or ability. Mm. Feeble mind. Uh, Mud also has access to 8th-level spells and added one called Animal Shapes. I kind of want to keep that a secret. The, like, shadow animals? Like, lot, look, it's a bunny. A lot, <laughs> I, I kind of want to yeah, surprise my team with what it does, okay. if that's okay, because yeah. I think they'll enjoy the surprise. Also, in our slumber, did we happen to find a small dragon sculpture? <laughs> Check your bag. Yeah, check it. Wait, actually. I found a crown. <laughs> Daya blessed you with a gift. <gasps> no. Really? Really? Dude, yeah. Are you, are you being serious? We yeah. can't tell with Gus. I know. Yeah. Die has blessed you with a gift. You're the, the one thing you've desired for so uh, long. Uh, Bart opens his bag and looks. Yeah. It's in there. Wow. Well, I thought you were going to say, like, a dragon statue worth 450 <laughs> gold pieces. Yeah. Really quick before we lose the narrative uh, of our level ups, there was something else that happened to uh, Mud. He took a feat as well. Oh. Uh, a feat called Metamagic Adept. Um, which is interesting that you're a, a first-level sorcerer. I have access to uh, metamagic, which is a sorcery ability where I have sorcery points that I can apply to a little spells that are uh, metamagic spells. I have one called empowered spell and one called quickened spell, um, and I can use I can use those charges uh, whenever I want, and they get brought back every like I think long rest. And what does the empowered and quickened spell do? Um, empowered spell. Uh, when you roll damage for a spell, you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll a number of the damage dice up to your charisma modifier, and you must use the new rolls. You can use empowered spell even if you've already used a different meta magic option during the casting of the spell. And then quicken spell when you cast a spell that has a casting time of one action, you can spend two sorcery points to change the casting time to one bonus action. That's pretty for this powerful. Casting. So that would allow me to cast two spells that are one action spells. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. I also forgot to mention I'm a wild magic sorcerer. Whoa! There you go. What does that mean? When I cast spells, stuff happened. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Random stuff. Same, dude. <laughs> Bart, Bart got like a gold dragon thing. Did Carver get anything? Did he get like his parents back? Oh. He wants to check his sack. Why are there skulls in here? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so everyone wakes up now? Yeah, everyone wakes up and feels more powerful. Entropa hears you all stirring and turns around. What? This is impossible. I watched you die. This, this isn't how it was supposed to end. <laughs> Streaks of red lightning cascade from Entropa's arms and the grassy ground around it begins to crumble and break away from the island, floating higher into the sky. Stones from the demolished farmhouse fly past you all and gather into three archways to the north, east, and west of the main isle. 
in the center more stones assembling to raise dais. It's time to put these diagems to good use. Entropa closes his bloodshot eyes and the indigo diagem on his crown begins to shimmer to life. Three portals materialize in the stone archways. The first is crackling with red energy. The second is swirling with deep blues and purple clouds. And the third is blackened with shadows darker than the night sky above you. and black shadows begin pouring from the archways, coalescing into the central dais. The fusion of energy slowly begins to crystallize into fragmented facets of a dark gem. Entropa falls to his knees laughing as the energies continue to surge into the dais. Isn't it beautiful? It's made of pure Contracana. I call it the Entropearl. This is the answer, can't you see? This will finally free Faisa from its magical bonds. This is my destiny. I am Entropa, the eradicator of magic. His crimson armor flashes with diagemic power and a red sphere of energy surrounds Entropa. Everyone roll initiative. Oh. We don't, we don't get a long rest, do we? No. Oh, God. Hope you don't get touched. <laughs> How many health did I have when I came back? Was I at zero? We're all at 11? You're at 12. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Dark Wow. <laughs> Health's having a powerful mom, huh? Nepo baby. Give <laughs> 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 him Nepo baby. <laughs> can I, can I? T hey, Bart, you won't believe it. I found my mom. Oh, yeah? What was she like? She's really pretty and a god. That's a pretty important factor there. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't start with that. <laughs> Buried the lead there. Also, also in trouble is my dad. Uh, it's a lot to unpack, Gum Gum. <laughs> I think uh, maybe after this we should look into a therapist. <laughs> For all of us. <laughs> I rolled a one. I rolled a nat 20 for initiative. Oh, look at you. What a waste of a I nat know. 20. I like how we talk about dice rolls as if there's like a limited amount. Oh, of there it is. Uh, it's similar to how we talk about catching shinies in Pokemon. It's like when you get a crappy one, you're like, I used my shiny luck. All right. Uh, and Atropa got a 14. Okay. Mud with your nat 20. <laughs> I don't want to go first. You're first. <laughs> me. You see like the sphere of energy surrounding Entropa. The sphere itself is about 30 feet wide. So when it's, you say Entropearl, is it like Entropa made a little brother named Entropearl? Or is it a pearl? <laughs> I'm, I guess it's the pearl. It's a pearl. Okay, okay. It's not another smaller Entropa. Hey, it's me, Entropearl! <laughs> <laughs> what is that doing? Like sucking in all the magic? Yeah, as you see like energies from all of the portals coalescing around it. Mm. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, as he's on his knee, laughing maniacally six anarchs jump out from one of the portals mm. as well and are around uh, Entropa. Which portal? The one that's red. I believe that's the one on the left if I remember right. East portal. The east portal. Oh, is it the east? Okay. Well, at least he's prone because he's, no, he's on his so knees. Hard. That's not prone. Yeah, he's prone. He's laughing so hard. He, oh, he's bellowed over and he, he peed himself. <laughs> <laughs> All the cool kids pee themselves. Yeah. What's our proximity to each other? Uh, you all are within about five to ten feet of each other. You all are really close together. Okay. So what would happen if I put something that is a five-foot cube in between us? Could it touch us all? You can find a way to make it work. I can find a way to make Mud's healing spirit work. <gasps> now you, Gum Gum. 
Uh, you call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded. Um, the intangible spirit appears in a space that is five foot cube. You see within range, the spirit looks like a transparent beast or fae. Today, it's a... Yes. It's a... Yes. Albatross. Ooh. Albatross. So hot right now. Why not? What's an albatross? Thinking of John Candy recently and thinking of John Candy's great role in Rescuers Down Under. Oh, he was. As he was yeah, that's right. Great movie. Did someone ask what an albatross is? I made a joke that it's my favorite prison. Not me Googling <laughs> what an albatross is. It's a big bird. It's a big bird. It's a big bird. It's a big bird that the mice fly on and, re- and rescues down under. Ah, uh, yes. For listeners at home who didn't know, any <laughs> fools. Yeah, yeah. We're explaining it just for you guys. <laughs> until, the, until the spell ends, whenever your creature can, you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn and starts its turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature. And then the spirit can heal a number of times equal to one plus your spell casting modifier, which is, I think, uh, plus five. After healing no time, the spirit disappears. It has a bonus action. I can move the spirit. So everyone, start your next turn, roll a d6, and you get d6 of healing. It's best oh, I so could do. We don't do it right now. Oh, wait. It's a 1d6 plus five hit points, specifically. No, start your turn. Okay. So we do a d6 plus five when we start our turn? Yeah. Okay. And as a... Uh, mm. As a... No, that'll be it for mud. <laughs> So, uh, no, I cast. Nope, that'll be it for mud. <laughs> sorry, sorry. This is the point where we're, we're messing with level 16 characters. It's like, I got so many things to like switch around to see if I can do, but I'm just going to say, no, go next person, do great things and, and heal yourself a little. Well, the next person is Gum Gum. Okay. And then after Gum Gum is Anarch, Centropa, then Bart. Technically, just to let my teammates know, our mud consists. You can move in and out of the stupid uh, spirits, and and you could be getting healed again. The stupid spirit. Meta game <laughs> question then: Can you use your movement to go in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out? But it's only at the start of your turn, yeah. so you'd have to leave and then uh, come back in at the start of your next uh, turn. You could do it again. I was gonna Bart was just hip hop, hip hop, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. So the pearl is behind him. Yep. Correct. It's like kind of at the center of the aisle, like on a raised dais, and it's where all of the energies from the portals is focusing. Yeah. And there's three, three portals. portals. Yeah. And then the entrope earl. The entrope. portals are giving the the pearl the energy. Yeah, the earl, the entrope earl. Or are, is the pearl giving the portals the energy? Make an arcana check. I know. Sorry, it's not my turn. No, no. This is all good. This yeah. is, we need the data. It's a one. I get to roll again. <laughs> Nat 20, 23. Uh, yeah, it looks like the portals are giving the pearl energy. Mm. So he's probably opened up portals that are sucking up magic from the world into the pearl. <gasps> That's a good point. Big vacuum cleaner of magic. All right. So do we attack the portals? Or do we attack the intro pearl? Or we get in the portal so the magic goes to us. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I don't know. You like get in the way of the magic going to the intro pearl? Or maybe it kills us. I don't know. But we already did that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rep, don't forget, it seems like all of this is being contained within this 30-foot wide sphere that seems to be all around Entropa and the central dais and the central pearl. What do you mean by contained? It's all inside inside of it. it? Okay. I guess I'll get wings. (laughs) Yeah, what's that? The celestial revelation. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do my celestial revelation radiant soul. Like more of a finisher to me, but okay. go off <laughs> do it. No, 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 do it. Yeah, no I'm gonna start. I'll rage first. I'll start with that. Final answer, and I'm gonna roll my uh, rage thing. That's a six and a two. Uh, I can teleport 30 feet to unoccupied space, or I get the plus one bonus AC. I'm gonna take the teleportation. Don't forget to uh, heal because of John's thing. Yes. Oh yeah, and I'll do that. So one d six. D six plus five. 
That is eight. How far away is the pearl from me? I'd say just over 30 feet. Let's call it 35 to 40 feet or so. Can I teleport to the pearl? You can try. Within 30 feet of it or so. So I'll do that. Can I see what happens if I touch it? Yeah, your wild magic forms and you teleport, but something happens and blocks your teleportation along the way. So you move up, but you stop just short of that sphere. So now you're standing right in front of this 30-foot wide sphere that's surrounding Entropa and the Intro Pearl. And that teleports are inside the sphere, right? The portals? The portals? Are outside of the sphere or inside the sphere? The portals are just outside of the sphere. Copy that. Okay. Can I go to one of them and see what happens if I like stick a finger in? Yeah. With the amount of movement you have, you could not make it to the one on the far north. That's kind of too far for you. Okay. But you should be able to make it to the one to the west or to the east. The east has the Anarchs coming out. Okay. Yeah. I'll go to the east one then. The one with the Anarchs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And stick a finger in. I'm just double checking that that is the correct one. One of the anarchs bites your finger. Correct one. <laughs> no, no, like the, the, that is the one the anarchs are coming out of. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what we said. Yeah. You uh, run over to the portal to the east that is glowing with red energy. And you want to stick a finger into it? Yeah. Which finger? Uh, the pinky. Of which hand? Um, my left hand. Okay. You uh, stick your left pinky into it and you feel like a prickling, strong energy coursing through it. Like a, a good prickly? No, a bad prickly. Oh. You take 11 points of No, uh, of are you down? <laughs> no. I think he still has only up because of the totem. Because <laughs> I had 12. Yeah, so I he also had one. From, one. Did you, he oh, had, you have 12. He had, one, ex, he had one extra hit Don't point. Don't you remember those died. jokes about him being a Nepo baby? Yeah. He had one additional. Oh, that. I didn't know the Nepo baby joke yeah. was connected to that. Yeah. yeah. Is that 11? What kind of damage would it my reach? Uh, lightning damage. Oh, okay. Ouchies. <laughs> okay. Well. Hey, someone my had pinky. to find out. Someone had to find out. Uh, I'm going to use my boon of uh, boon of recovery pen. Okay. How long have you had that? Since the beginning. Uh, it says as a bonus action to regain a number of hit points equal to half your hit point maximum. Can I use that as an actual action? You raged, which caused the teleportation. Then you moved. You stuck your pinky out. So then you want, instead of a bonus action, you want to use up a regular action because you're out of bonus actions, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Well, I'm going to use that. That's half half my hit point maximum, which would be uh, 94.5, 95 if I round Let's up. round up to 95. Cool. You can touch so many portals now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the other ones will have a different outcome. Yeah. It's part of the scientific method, okay? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. What do you all that's think? action. That's yeah. bonus action. You're done. I don't know if I can move any more. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Gum Gum exclaims to no one in particular. <laughs> so now he's where? He's by... He's by the Eastern Portal. East portal, okay. With his new friends. Yeah, with his new friends. And uh, one of them turns to say hello. Hi. We are Anarchs. I'm Gum Gum. The Anarchs lashes out at you, Gum Gum. Ooh. And it's a critical hit. Okay. For 20... That was to hit. That was to hit. That's not damage. First you oh. roll to hit and then you do damage. <laughs> Welcome to D&D. &D. Yeah. <laughs> Only 85 episodes in. <laughs> Could I, uh, I want to use my shield spell. Yeah, you want to use your shield yeah. spell? What does that mean? Gum Gum goes, mm, shield. And cast shield, it's a reaction. Uh, when you take your hit by an attack or target by the magic missile spell, an invisible barrier magical force appears and protects you until the start of your next turn. You have plus five bonus AC. 
including oh. against the triggering attack. Okay, this was a critical hit though. So, so does it mean I can't? It's still gonna. It's still gonna. It's hit. gonna hit no matter what. Right. Oh, okay, then a twenty will always hit, and a one will always okay. miss, regardless. Well, then never mind. I will do that. Yeah. All right. So the anarch slashes out. It like shapes itself into a really long sword. Mm -hmm. Lashes out and hits you, uh, but it seems to pass through you. It doesn't feel like it necessarily hurt. Wow. Oh, really? But for some reason, you feel compelled to drop everything in your hands. So you drop your weapons and your equipment. Everything? Just whatever's in your hands. So I guess it'd be my axe. Your axe. And you know what? You don't like the way Kyborg was looking at you. Kyborg. You need to yell an insult at him. Wait, what? What? Kyborg! Yeah? Stop looking at me like a dum-dum. Oh. And this happened after he did what? After the Anarchs struck him. Wiped him, him with right. the sword that he is. How many points of psychotic damage is that? <laughs> or psychic damage. And that's it. But it's Entropa's turn. Oh, good. Oh, good. I think he wants to hold his turn. He wants to delay. Mm, no. Entropa's really gotten into cross-stitch and wants to get back to that. Mm. Well, he's old, so if he's on his knees, getting up is an action. <laughs> that's right. We all know. Makes a lot of grunting sounds. He is prone. Hear a little crack. <laughs> You see Entropa laughing maniacally. He rises to his feet and out seemingly from his torso, a shower of Contracana lightning bolts shoot out, striking each of you. All four of you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Goodness gracious. The ways to die. 22. The 19. And if I fail, I have Indomitable. Seven. 22 is the save. So 19 is a fail. Okay. 16 for gum gum. Okay. Yes, I do have a nominal. Um, so is that just a reroll or do you automatically do the save? You can reroll a saving throw that you fail. You must use the new roll. Uh, it's a 22, so you got to get something good. Well, it was a dexterity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dexterity save. So I, need, I have plus five. So I need a 17. I need 17 or an 18 or, or above. Or 19 or, or 20. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but not a 16. Oh, or a 15. 24. <laughs> <laughs> You did a check, but... Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's still plus five. It's still... Yeah, I think yeah. for him it's the same. Yeah, but yeah, good catch. Oh, Only gosh. 85 episodes. My God. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mud and Gum Gum fail to save. Mud, roll me a d10. No. <laughs> Four. Uh, for some reason, you're overcome by fear. Specifically fear of Gumbo. You think he's up to something. <laughs> He's gonna get you. This, this magic's hurting us against each other. <laughs> How are you guys looking at this badger? <laughs> you shifty to me. Something's different about Something's him. Something's wrong about I, this badger. I, ever since you woke up, it came back. <laughs> I agree. I've always suspected Gumbo and we Thank you. Thank you, I've been looking at these mushrooms, mushrooms. <laughs> oddly suspicious. Gum Gum, you also need to roll a d10. Okay. Who are you gonna get angry at? I can't take any more insults, Gum Gum. I please. really hope it's not me, not your little buddy Bart. That's a 10. A swarm of magic missiles surrounds you and begins striking you. <laughs> You're going to see your mom again, Gum Gum. <laughs> no, he did that boon, so that's good. All the magic missiles focus and they all strike you doing 26 points of force damage. I cast shield. It's a level one spell that I can cast as a reaction. Oh, there it is. I was about to ask. And uh, it makes me immune to uh, magic missile. Really? Wow. Specifically? So specific. Take no damage from magic missile. It's plus five to my AC and takes no damage from magic missile. Dude. That is a... <laughs> that's the best use of multi-class I think I've seen. <laughs> and it was just like spur of the moment like... And wow. you just happened to take that sorcerer level. Yeah. And I now roll uh, a D100 for uh, 
my uh, wild magic. That's a reaction. You get one you reaction. You only get one reaction, yeah. No, 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 not that one. My wild magic from Sorcerer, whenever I cast a level spell, I roll a D100 and stuff happens. You have so many things going on, Gum Gum. And this could be bad. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Which is, uh, you restart the DC universe with a whole new brand of comics. <laughs> <laughs> I got Mike on that one. I got Mike on. It's at your discretion. Once per turn, the DM can have you roll d20 immediately after you cast their spell a first level or higher. If you roll a one, call on the wild magic search table to create a magical effect. So I can have you roll a d20. Yeah. Okay. And if I roll a one, then something weird happens. (laughs) Got it. Okay. And Tropa opens his mouth and seems like dark magic begins spilling out of it. It slinks along the ground all around gum gum. And it begins coalescing, enveloping you in a dark void. Uh Uh-oh. Let's see if it connects. I'm gonna bet that's a miss. Got plus five AC also. Oh, that is true. A yeah. seven plus, what is your AC right now? 22. Oh, that's a 21. Uh, uh, uh. The dark void starts enveloping you and encircling you, but then like dissipates and dissolves all around you. Gross. You're lucky you have that plus five. Barb has her pin hooked under her lip and she's talking <laughs> and it's moving. It's just like a cigarette bobbing in her mouth, but it's a pin. I'm like, oh God. Blaine looked to be physically in pain when he saw it. <laughs> it looks so painful. Speaking of Barbara. Hello. Barb, it's your turn. <laughs> okay, well, first I'll take that healing. 1d6 plus 5. And that will be 5 plus 5, 10 healing. You're welcome. Thanks, Mud. It's been a few hours since you cast it, but I finally got it. <laughs> And now I'm just trying to decide if I should spend my turn healing you guys or actually try to hurt Entropa. Uh, quick heads up, after Bart, it's an Anarchs and then Kyber. Heal. Yeah. Sound like he was like a commentator at a tennis match. It was. It was very, it was right very much. Right after Bart, we have the Anarchs yeah. coming up on deck. Uh, I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. Could I see all of my party at this point? I yes. Okay. Uh, lucky for you, that void did not envelop Gum Gum. Otherwise, you would not be able to see him. Okay, uh, I'm going to cast it at the fifth level. So that's 3d8 plus four. Big rolls, Bart. Big roll, Bart. B for Bart. B for big. Uh, so everyone gets 15. And then as a bonus action, uh, I'm going to cast... No, I want to I do more healing. Oh, it was the temp HP thing you had? Yeah. I'm going to do Mantle of Inspiration. Yeah. Uh, so it grants you 14 temp HP, up to four creatures you could see within 60 feet. And you also can immediately use your reaction to move. Quick, look at your hand. So you, all four creatures you see. Oh, oh. <laughs> could I see myself? <laughs> I always forget if I could use mental inspiration on myself. It's Airbud rules. Doesn't say they can't look at it. <laughs> ain't no rules says ain't no. Sure, you can look at Yay! yourself. No rules says that bard can't look at their hand and go, "That's a creature I see." You look at yourself in the reflection of your shiny new dragon statuette. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Which, uh, maybe I'll be using next time. Um, and then I don't know if I'm allowed to do this because that technically was a bonus action. Could I eat my green apple? You could do what Gum Gum did and have it take a full action if you want. But the mass cure wounds was full action. That was full action. Oh, yeah. oh. I that's why she was phrasing that. That, but that would be a second bonus action, so. Yeah. Right. Because it doesn't have any sort of... It's an it's an inventory item. Yeah. We'll say it's like interacting with an object with your mouth. So is that a bonus action then, typically? No, it's a different kind of action that you could do. Okay. I'm going to eat my green apple. It's a sour green embryocan fruit grown only in Pip Orchard that offers magical resistance when consumed. When eaten, you have resistance to all damage for one minute. What? <laughs> 
Dude, that's awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Can you like mama bird some of that into my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I'll burp in your direction Spinning. and see if that helps. Ain't no rule in the rule book says ain't no Bart can't take no ain't no damage. Nailed it. The, com the comment <laughs> section for this episode is going to be a lot of rule goblins getting upset. I know. So just for clarification, resistance doesn't mean like you don't take any damage. You yeah. just take half damage. Okay. That's so great. Yeah, cool. And everyone added the 14 temp HP. Yeah. Already there. Cool, cool. And the massacre ones you get immediately. Already added. Got it. Cool. Anything else? That's it for me. Okay. Anarchs. It's, yep, time for an Anarchs. It's an Anarchs break. <laughs> this episode of Stinky Dragon brought to you by Anarchs. Anarchs. <laughs> we are Anarchs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello there, fellow adventurers. It's Bart the Bard here. To say pleasantries, my pungent pals, we've got some exciting announcements and puppet videos coming down the putrid pipeline. So make sure you and your friends are following us at Stinky Dragon Pod. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the fun places. Plus, if you post on social media using hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod, we might name an NPC in the show after you. Beware. I'm just kidding. Don't be scared. It'll be fun. We'll love it. We'll love you. All right. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Barbara here filling in for Gus to say that today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. When I'm online shopping and I find a coupon code at checkout, I feel like a little kid opening gifts on their birthday. It's such a great feeling. And thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. In case you didn't already know, Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. And it's so easy to use. I cannot emphasize that enough. Just imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it could find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop immediately. Honey has saved me so much money on different places. I love shopping online, especially when working from home. It's great and it's so convenient. And I immediately save money on all these different sites I use frequently. I don't even have to think about it. It's wonderful. And Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It also works on your iPhone too. So if you like shopping on your phone late at night, you're all set. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show as well. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com dragon. That's joinhoney.com dragon. Oh. You should know what that means. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify and the moment another business dream becomes a reality. In case you don't already know, Shopify is the e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling art or music lessons, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. And thanks to 24-7 help, and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. 
I know we love using Shopify here at Rooster Teeth for all of our store needs, but I also have a friend who uses it for their small business and they love the confidence and control to essentially revolutionize their business that Shopify gives them. Uh, and it also doesn't matter if you're an established brand or just getting started. Shopify has all these tools that really help a business owner grow their brand. So now it's your turn to get serious about selling and trying Shopify today. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So sign up for a $1 per month trial, $1 per month at shopify.com slash dragon. That's all lowercase as well. So go to shopify.com slash dragon to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash dragon, dragon all in lowercase. Do you find yourself awake in the middle of the night reading real life stories that make your skin crawl? The creepy history behind Victorian nursery rhymes or tales of sleep paralysis demons? Perhaps you've seen the haunting images of corpses on Mount Everest, read the last meal requests of death row prisoners, or experimented with seances and spirit boards. If you've ever wondered, hey, what the heck exactly is necrocannibalism? Then 30 Morbid Minutes is the new podcast for you. Hosted by Elise Willems and Jessica Vasami, each episode investigates a new topic ranging from morbid to downright creepy, sourced straight from history and the headlines of today. So subscribe now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out every Tuesday. And if you want them 24 hours early, head over to roosterteeth.com and sign up for RT first and get them on Mondays. <laughs> um, there's another Anarchs by you, Gum Gum. Hey. And uh, it hurls like this warbly mass of chaotic energy at you. It hits AC 23, which I think is a hit. That's a high roll. Yeah. Okay. And it does 24 points of acid damage. Okay. Cool. This has been sandbagging his rolls this whole time. You can see them. They're right in front <laughs> no, of you. No, I'm saying previously. You were like, oh, I'm not doing well in these fights. I'm, you get, even then, you, I can't you look, always. I can't look back then. I can't look back then. <laughs> are the Anarchs, these specific Anarchs, are they more powerful? Like, do they have, like, better rolls? Or are you just getting lucky today, guys? Just getting lucky. Yeah, I mean, these are really good rolls. In fact, from a metagame perspective, Mike and I had a conversation where it's like, oh, I don't have the Anarch stat block in front of me. So he had to pull it from an old episode. Mm. So it's it's the exact same old stat block. Okay. Good rolls. Copy that. So that's that Anarch. Kyborg, you're up, then a whole bunch of Anarchs. Okay. I'm going to heal myself with the totem thing, which is, what was it again? D6 plus five. D6 plus I, I roll the d6, yeah? yeah? You roll the d6. That is a four plus five. Nine. Nine. <laughs> and then and then I'm going to do second wind, which is once per short rest, you can use a bonus action to regain 1d10 plus 16 HP. I'm going to roll my d10. Who says you need a healer on the team? Really quick. <laughs> huh, four. Two healers. <laughs> so that's an additional 20. Boop. Okay. So you're at? I'm a th less than a third. Wait, what did second wind give you? 1d10 plus 16? Yeah. So that should be 17. I rolled a four, did I not? You rolled a one. The four was from your D6. The D10 was a one. Oh, okay. So then I got a minus three. Ooh, that's three three. points of damage. Ouch. Oh. Uh, okay. Cut your finger. Yeah, that took, right? Who's fudging the dice rolls now? Oh, my God. Okay, all right. Um, So I'm going to take a shot with the longer bow of Crystallina at the 
anarchs that are kind of teaming up on Gum Gum. Okay. How many are there over there? Six. <laughs> okay. Two of them have attacked, four of them have not. I assume you're going to hit one of them that has not attacked. Correct, Amundo. Yes. Use this weapon to make a ranged attack. You can speak the command phrase Forever Winter. So claiming that someone is my mortal enemy, is that a bonus action if it's at the top? Like I haven't declared it yet, or is the bonus action only take effect? When your sworn enemy dies, you can use a bonus action to call a new one. So am I good to call in a sworn enemy? Oh, the initial calling? No. Okay. It's, it's only the reassignment. Okay. Well, then I'm going to take a shot at the guy that is next in line to take an attack who is over by Gum Gum. And I'm going to say, Forever Winter! And he is my mortal enemy. Did Gum Gum or did anyone use the mantle of inspiration to move? By the way, oh. no. Mm, I'm no, staying. No. Okay. But yeah. Gum Gum, you couldn't move anyway because you've already used your reaction. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying put. Okay. So Sorry. I'm going to take a shot with that at that guy. Kachow. That's a four, 18, but I'm going to have advantage because he's my mortal enemy. Lord. <laughs> 21. That's a hit. Okay. Great. All right. I'm going to roll damage on that. That's going to be 12 points of damage plus 46 cold. All right. And that's 14. So 26. That Anarch falls down unmoving. Okay. I've already used my bonus action. So technically I have disadvantage on the next one. I'm going to be a, a good little preacher boy here. I'm going to aim at the next guy that is also What you suspect is the next guy. Sure. I'm going to take a shot at disadvantage. That's a 28 and that's a 34. <laughs> You're at disadvantage. You're rolls a 28 that believe it or not that hits okay uh it's an eight eight points of damage okay yes and then i'm gonna take another shot at that guy also at disadvantage because i have a third attack okay it's 28 and that's a 18 that hit okay great and that is 10 okay so a total of 10 plus 6 correct yeah all right that anarch is still up but significantly weakened. Okay. Um, it would be really stupid for me to action surge right now. Kyborg doing something really stupid? <laughs> no. You know what, get? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I want to be like full powered for my action surge. I want to say that that's it. I don't really want to move out of the, the radius of the thing that he's got going, mud. So yeah. His name is Wilbur. His name is Albatross. Yes. Yeah, that's me. That's you? Okay. Really quick. Did Cowboy just have the fastest turn? That was pretty fast. Okay, just make sure. Uh, no. Might have been tied with Bart. I don't know if that was tied. That was pretty quick. <laughs> We're going to call it tied. <laughs> you did more. All right, so it's one of the Anarchs' turn. Well, actually, it's three of them in a row here. What are they going to do? They're all around Gum Gum, but they've been... Are they getting bored with Gum Gum? Let's find no. out. They might be. This rolls for me. They're not bored with Gum Gum. All right. Um... <laughs> The first one flails out at you. It takes the shape of an axe gum gum, and it strikes at you, hitting a C26, which I believe is a hit. Mm -hmm. Is this magic? I'm going to say no, but why are you asking? It's because the resistance is necrotic damage. And... It's not damage, though. Okay. Remember, it, it, it doesn't hurt you. So, yeah, the axe connects with you. It doesn't hurt you, but you fall to the ground prone and close your eyes. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> not the right time for it. <laughs> So, yeah, you all see, Gum Gum's been really weird. He has dropped everything in his hands, and now he's fallen to the ground and closed his eyes. Is he dead? I don't know. I mean, it's been a really long day. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a lot on his shoulders now. Well, in that case, the final two Anarchs would bound away now that you're laying down with your eyes closed. They don't know what's going on. They think you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it works perfectly. We are Anarchs. <laughs> <laughs> they bound off down to the south. They don't have enough movement to reach the party, but they're most of the way there. They're probably about 10 feet away from you guys at this point. God, I wish it could be my turn again. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one healing turn and one action turn. 
Mm-hmm. That should be the new rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suddenly, you see Entropa's armor glisten and shine. The diadems look like they're reflecting the light from the portals, and the ground beneath you begins shaking everywhere. Everyone except for Gum Gum make a dexterity saving throw. 26. Bart, you're just on top of those dexterity saves today. Oh! I'm short and stout. I got, <laughs> got good balance. 18. That's a 7, but I think I have another Indomitable ready to go. Well, that's a failure. Is mine a failure? Yes. I think 22 is, is safe. Mud a failure? <laughs> uh, yes, I have an Indomitable. I'm going to retake that. Dexterity save. Saving throw. <clears throat> Do you want to use a lucky instead? Use what you got. Let's go. <gasps> nope. Roll to, roll, roll to one. Roll to one. Six. <laughs> roll to one. Good the, use. Good use. The ground shakes. Uh, Bart, you managed to keep your footing. Gum Gum, you're already lying down. Mud and Kyborg, you're unable to keep your footing and you're knocked prone to the ground. Okay. All right. My God. We're all digging ass. Mud, it's your turn. Then after Mud is Gum Gum. Mud stands up. Okay. That's my movement, right? <laughs> Half my yeah. movement. Okay. Mud stands up and gets some health. Uh, 1d6 plus 5, because I'm still in my little guy's space. That's a 6. Nice. How long does that last, by the way? Until I break concentration or a minute. So 10 rounds. So 10 rounds. Mud! 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 <laughs> mud! Mud, don't break concentration! <laughs> Am I within M- range? Mud, what did for- you have for dinner last night? <laughs> <laughs> Am I within range of an unarmed strike of Kyborg? <laughs> yes. Okay, I take one unarmed strike of Kyborg, <laughs> and I don't hold back at all. I was trying to look through all my spells. I have a lot of concentration spells. So I was trying to find any that don't have that. So Gum Gum is still surrounded by those Anarchs, yes? Uh, there are three of them around him. One, Yeah, three. Are the three... I need you to, like... So if Gum Gum's in the center... Are the Anarchs surrounding him, or are they maybe on one side of him? That kind of thing. Like, They're where- probably all on one side because they all came from the portal, and Gum Gum ran up to the portal. I love that. So we would say they are just east of him, and he's just west of them. Okay. So with that in mind, and being just a really accomplished magic casting druid, yeah. I'm going to cast Erupting Earth in a way that the 20-foot cube it's centered on ends at the Anarchs. Got it. So it would be east, like between the portal and them, but yes. not all the way up to Gum. Yes. And it hit the portal too, huh? I said between. It's a... Damage. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity there. So portal's not a creature. Sorry, I was reading through. I'm going to cast this at level five because I want to do extra damage. So I need to make three saving throws. Three dexterity saving throws. Three dex 18 saving throws. These are all at minus two. So I need a 20. All three fail. Yay! Then that means that all three do uh, 5d12 bludgeoning damage. Mm. Additionally, the ground in that area becomes difficult terrain until cleared. Okay. So I will roll that damage to hurt you as much as possible. Big rolls! No whammy. No whammy. Oh. Yes. Ah. Uh, 35. Oh. All three of those Anarchs explode into chaotic red energy. We were Anarchs. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we do it in the Bramble Cracks. That's it. Oh, that's it? I was like, oh, I I, I expected something else. (laughs) That's it. Well, that was pretty eventful. Yeah. That was Mud. Uh, Gum Gum, you're up. And then after Gum Gum is Entropa. 
Do these things that the portals are coming out of, do they look like anything that we could like break? These things that the portals the portal, are coming like, out what are, Yeah, the portals that are shooting out the magic. The portals themselves. Oh, there's like, there, yeah, are they structures? Yeah, there's like stone arches that the portals are in the middle of. They like right before combat started, it seemed like Entropa gathered up stone to make them and to make these islands and kind of coalesce the dais and moved everything into place. Okay. The stone that are that he put together, are they like... Like the archway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they look like? Are they like solid stone or are they look like something that could potentially be destroyed or... Since, you know, it wasn't there a few minutes ago, it's like, it's all constructed, but not, you know, you, a mason didn't go yeah. up and make it and put mortar in there. It's like the stones are being held together, but it doesn't seem like in a way that they would hold naturally. It seems almost like there's some kind of Magic. unseen force holding it together. Mm. Well, maybe I'll let someone with more spells <laughs> play with that. Uh, I'll go after the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the two remaining uh, Anarchs? Anarchs? Is there two or three? There's two left. Uh, they ran away from you. You can reach them. They ran back towards the party. Yeah, I'll run that way, okay. I guess. Oh, wait, wait, can I get up and then pick up my stuff? Yeah, yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> so that's half my movement. Yes. How far away are they? Oh, right. Yeah, their movement is 30, so they're 30 feet away. Your movement's 40, so you have 20 left. Well, I guess I'll uh, teleport over there and hit them. Use my bonus action, teleport over, and um, recklessly attack whichever one is closest to my friends. Okay. And kind of get in between them. Sure. When you say get between them, you mean get between the Anarchs and the rest of the party. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if I can, get in that healing bubble. They are still about 10 feet away, so you would have to go like 10 feet beyond them to get back. Then I'll just get between them, and then I'll recklessly attack. Okay. Uh, 29. 29, that's a hit. Okay, so that's 17 plus 3. 20, yeah, you uh, connect with the Anarchs, and you just hear it go, Ow! (laughs) We are ow. (laughs) (laughs) You are not nice. And then I'll hit him again. Okay, so you rolled a 19 to hit, correct? I think so. Yes, that does hit. Okay, so then... 11 plus the three bonus rage. That Anarch explodes into chaotic red energy and disappears. <laughs> Bye-bye. At this point, how many Anarchs are still around? There is one remaining. Okay. And then I'll, I'll finish with that. That's it? hmm Okay. It's everyone's favorite enemy, Entropa's turn. Woo! Entropa! <laughs> You're number one! Entropa, You're we love you! Skyboard flashes his chest. <laughs> <laughs> There's just Entropa written on it. <laughs> Entropa goes blind. <laughs> A new spell, Nipples of Light. <laughs> Gift of the Chromatic Nipple. Entropa looks at the three of you, not Gum Gum, looks at Mud, Kyborg, and Bart, and speaks a language you don't understand. All three of you need to make a constitution saving throw. I'm guessing that doesn't do it. Uh, 11. 15. 23. Kyborg saves. Oh, thank God. But if I had the Apipple, do I take half of whatever this is going to be? If it's damage. If it's damage. Oh. So, Kyborg, this doesn't apply to you. It does apply to uh, Mud and Bark. You hearing these uh, these words in a language you understand just makes you feel really tired. <laughs> you gain one level of exhaustion. I believe you can add that on oh, your on your character God. sheet. Yuck! Not that again. Under conditions? Yep. 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 Was it a lullaby? Did he say a lullaby? <laughs> No, nothing like it. And what effects does that have? I assume it's automatic effect once you... I think it's disadvantage on something. Yeah. You can redo your save at the start of each of your turns. Disadvantage on ability check. Yeah. Yes. Constitution is so low. I hate this. If, if you get disadvantage, yeah. you, you have lucky. It's like you have super advantage. Oh, okay. So cool. you should be like thrilled. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I only have three lucky points. Yeah, but that's fine. That's, 
I've gotten by on three luckies, and it's, it, it, it ticks Gus off so bad. I hate it. Hate it. <laughs> I haven't used them yet. There are people who have like visceral reactions to whispering, and they are dying right now uh, as they're listening to this. Two seconds, they can handle it. I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. I'm not. I'm gonna whisper more. <gasps> in that case, Kyborg once again, Entropa opens his mouth, and dark magic seems to like seep out and creep along the ground, encircling you. Make a Constitution saving throw. Goodness gracious. 21. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the dark void fails to coalesce. Gus's face is so angry. And uh, and dissipates. Okay, so then that makes Entropa incredibly angry that uh, that spell did not work and that you've evaded two of his attacks, Kyborg. So he looks at all four of you and just says, All four of you make a wisdom saving throw. But wisdom is my absolute worst. Uh, could I use a lucky to reroll that? Absolutely. 17. 26. 16. 13. Mud is the only one who saved. Dang it. Oh, what did he roll? A 26. Oh. Yeah. They're high. They gotta be like, I know, my 20 are just so low. Yeah, me too. Plus 10. Plus zero. So all three of you, except for Mud, are just filled with rage. You're unable to control your anger bubbling up inside of you. And all three of you need to make a melee weapon attack against any ally within reach. Gum Gum, you don't have any enemies mm-hmm. or any teammates within melee range, uh, so you need to make a ranged weapon attack against someone. What's he, he throwing his, like, his axe? Can I pick what it is? I think he has like a javelin. Yeah, just pick something. Okay. He's got ranged weapons. Okay. <laughs> I have a bow and arrow, so I think I'll go do an unarmed strike. Hopefully. Right? Right? Can we do an ar- unarmed strike? He can because he normally has like a ranged weapon in his hand. Uh-huh. I don't think you can because normally you have a melee weapon. I'm I not pointing have, at Barbara. It's whatever's. I uh, do have, da- I have a dagger and yeah. a long sword. Yeah, normally it's whatever you have Equipped. in your hand. Right. So it would be with your dagger or your long sword. My long sword does less damage, so I think I'm. Was one of them equipped? I think they're both equipped. <laughs> He's got both. <laughs> it's, just been, it's, it's another. Sh- it's another Kyborg shield. It's a word. <laughs> Bard's been running around two swords in his hand the entire time. And why not? Wee. Yeah, they're both they're both on. Uh, I mean, I could I could use one or the other. Yeah, just, just pick one. Okay. Uh, and your attack is made with advantage. With advantage? Yes. One of our selling features of this show has always been, hey, it's D and D stuff for people who don't know how to play D and D because we never knew how to play D and D. I don't know. Who, what? We still don't. Who am I aiming for? Uh, you would pick either Mud or Kyborg. Who has better HP? <laughs> I am. Anarchs. Okay. <laughs> Kyborg! <laughs> gift of the Bartholomew Dragon! Born. <laughs> Bartholomew born. Dragon Dragonborn. You're Dragonborn. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Bartholomew born. Uh, it was a 17. I assume that's a hit. You have advantage. Roll it again. Yeah, you have an advantage. Uh, I'm sorry. 24. <laughs> that's definitely a hit. It would, it would have hit either way. But I only do 1d8 of slashing. Okay. And it is a five. Uh, but you get plus four rage bonus to that um, damage roll. So nine. nine. Okay. <laughs> I tried to pick the lowest. All you did, Bart, was take away some uh, temporary points that you gave me. So I'm so angry. I'm so angry. Doesn't that make you angry, Kyborg? It makes me so angry. Why has rage I'm okay. Come at me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I look around and I only have my longbow, so I, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> no. And then I do an unarmed strike. Okay. We're, we're wanting low. That's a 13, and then I get advantage, and that's a 17. That does hit. Okay. And then I do, oh, God, five damage plus, plus four. Nine. So, damage. but I take half because my epipple. Oh, right. So, and we typically roll those down. Four. So, four. So, four. Okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. Ah! 
alien. What, what, where do you punch him? Uh, right in, in the thigh. Right, right in the thigh. Right. I was going to say in the arm, you um, know, my, the arm that I would have if Quadrant <laughs> hadn't taken it. Punch buggy and tropa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Gum Gum. Let me know if this applies. Gum Gum <laughs> the reaches. The start of every great turn. Gum Gum reaches into his bag and grabs the first thing that he could throw. And the last thing he put in his bag was that ball that, that he caught of muds. The ball that he, he caught of muds? Th- Bud threw a ball at me. When? when? Um, like, last episode? Like the episode before. Where did I get the ball? I don't remember. Oh, oh we were playing cat. So I was gonna, oh. can I throw that? Come on. At what? At you. God, Bart, uh, oh, Mud's you, like, yeah, yeah, no. I, now I get it. Yeah. Chris is trying to fudge this uh, this, this attack. attack. Just, yeah. throw, just throw a uh, spear. Sure, why not? Oh. I know what your stupid ball, Mud. <laughs> I throw it back. Fetch, doggy. So does that do damage? So I'll do an unarmed strike. Yes, uh, with advantage. So roll twice. Okay, that's a twenty. All and... of a sudden, we're getting with advantage when it's each other. Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> 25. Sorry, 25. <laughs> I rolled a 15th for 25. Yeah, I assume that hits. Yeah. Yeah. So roll your unarmed strike damage. Wrong gum gum. That's going to be 6 plus 3, so 9. It's actually plus 4. 10. It's plus 4. Because of the. It's been saying plus 4. It's from oh. this. Yeah. So 10. Okay. All right. Entropa smiles at the chaos. Sure, he does. And that's it for Entropa's turn. It's Bart and then Kyborg and then the final Anarchs. Did I just get... Oh, I guess Erupting Earth was the last time I did something? Right. Okay, got it. Yeah, I, I haven't done anything since I cured the wounds. Okay, then do stiff. All right, let's see this. I cast Draconic Transformation. With a roar, you draw on the magic of dragons to transform yourself, taking on draconic features. You gain the following benefits until the spell ends. Blind sight. You have blind sight within range of 30 feet. Within that range, you could effectively see anything that isn't behind total cover, even if you're blinded or in darkness. Moreover, you could see an invisible creature unless the creature successfully hides from you. Breath weapon. When you cast a spell and as a bonus action on subsequent turns for subsequent. the thank you for the duration, you can exhale a shimmering energy in a 60-foot cone. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw, taking 68 force damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. And wings. Incorporeal wings sprout from your back, giving you flying speed of 60 feet. So, obviously, we have to hear this roar. <coughs> Really? Everybody in the party but Kyborg can sprout wings and fly now. (laughs) Hey, someday, buddy. (laughs) I mean, someday, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) My voice also sounds like this now. You can't keep doing that. I can hear you straining or heading. Straining. (laughs) How did you do this for good morning for Clinton? All right, so now you're a dragon. What do you do with um, it? So uh, if I'm looking at Entropa, is anyone or anything, like if there's a 60 foot essentially straight across line towards him, what's in my way? Like I said, he's contained in that sphere. So just that shimmering sphere. Would this not necessarily penetrate that? I guess what's the sphere made of? Unknown right now. Make, uh, a, no. make an arcana check. Okay. You haven't taken a shot at the intro burl either. Other than Gum Gum hit the bubble and could not go through. I just rolled an 11, so. I put, his finger, on it. I put no, my finger the bubble. You teleported into his bubble. Oh, yeah. It's maybe some kind of magical sphere. You're not sure anything beyond that. Okay. It's glowing red. 
glowing red. Do you have anything that could destroy the archways? I was going to go for the pearl. I tried to teleport in there and it bounced me off. Yeah, but that's teleportation though. It might just deflect. And it. what did you say I should go for? I was thinking maybe we'd go after the arches that are shooting. The portals? Yeah. Did the portals appear with the, just on their own or did a diagem appear above them? They just appeared on their own. All of the diagems are Still in Tropa's armor. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. All the diagems are in Tropa's armor. Um, okay. Could I maybe aim my breath weapon at the west portal? Could I reach it with 60 feet? The black one. Yeah. I really oh, wish our audience could see whenever someone asks something of Gus and he can't see it very well, he pulls it close to him like an 80-year-old. Look over the top of my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking over the top of his glasses. Oh, it's like, just imagine your grandma with her bifocals. That's what we're looking at right now. It's very cute. And if not that, maybe the, the red portal on the east. I would say that both the portal to the west and the portal to the east are just within 60 feet of range. You can also, you have movement. Yeah. But oh, did you get your, um, to your healing, All right. to your healing. My extra D6 plus five, right? Yeah. Oh, two, so seven. Thank Plus five. Yeah, oh, so yeah. two plus, sorry. Let's, let's take out that red portal. Yeah. If I can. Um, could I shoot my breath? And not hit Gum Gum. Is, oh, is Gum Gum still in the way of that portal? Wait, did you say you're going after the west one? Well, wait, is anyone in the way of either of them? Between you and the east portal is Gum Gum and that one Anarchs. Okay. Um, oh, so we're going for the west one. I'll go for the west yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's nothing between you and the west one. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to shoot it at it. So that's 68 force damage. I don't know if the portal could make a save. I'm going like for the little, if there's like a gem on top of it. No, that's what he, he clarified. Yeah. There's no gem, but there is a structure that is housing the portals. Okay. Correct. Yeah, like all, an archway. All the of the diagems are on Entropa. He's infinity so, ultroning gotcha. it right now. Okay. So you focus your breath weapon and you spit it out impacting that portal to the west and uh, what did it do specifically again? 68. 68 points of damage? No, 6d8 yeah. or 68? 6d8. Six, six oh, so, gotcha. gotta, you, gotta roll it. you gotta roll the damage. Yeah, roll 6d8. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And force damage? Force. Seems like a good one to hit. Yeah. You're gonna hit a bunch of rocks. 30. Okay, yeah, so it impacts the portal and you see, you know, the, the stream of power that's emanating from the portal going to the sphere around Entropa, you see like a, a disruption in it. Uh, and it's, it travels all the way down to the sphere and the sphere begins glowing and sparkling and giving off um, uh, like almost like little flecks of red are falling off. Okay. Is the portal still streaming something to the pearl? Yes. How is that portal structurally? You know, do we need to get a repair guy in here to fix it? It looks unchanged. Huh. Mm. But it's flickering? The sphere itself that's between you and Entropa is now flickered. It did something. Well, okay, so this is something I want to clarify about this spell. So this spell is a bonus action. Okay. And it says when you cast a spell, you can immediately use that breath. So does that mean as now an additional bonus action, I could also use that breath? Because the spell says when you cast a spell and as a bonus action on subsequent turn. Subsequent, thank you. I can't, I can't say that word. I'm going to say no, that okay. the intention behind that is that you can use it once per turn and every turn after the first time it becomes a bonus action. Copy you. But you would still have your bonus actions remaining because you didn't use it this time? Uh, I, I still have an action, technically. Oh, I believe you are correct. Look okay, at what's Bart that? with all the different things that Bart can do in one turn. What? What's that called again? I can't find Draconic it. Draconic transformation. Draconic. That's what I needed the statue for. Subsequent. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Subsequent. <laughs> it's cool, though. There it is. Thank you. 
So if, if a spell is instantaneous, if I'm doing another spell that is concentration, does it cancel out? So you can use another spell as long as it's not concentration. Okay. If you use another spell with concentration, then your draconic transformation drops. Okay. So I could use an instantaneous spell? As long as it doesn't say concentration. It does not. Yeah, and if you're looking at your list of spells, anyone that requires concentration has like a little black diamond with a C next to it. Okay. I don't see that here. Okay. You should be good then. Could I try to cast Feeble Mind on Entropa? It's possible I'm missing something on that since it's a, a brand new spell I just added for my eighth level spell slots. Yeah, you should be able to do that. Okay. It's not going to work. Use it. Use it. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. No? Okay. No, I'm going to cancel that. Okay. He's got, he's got a thing around him, a and flickering I shoot. I want it to work on him. I don't want to waste it. True I can only do it once. True that. So um, instead, I'm just going to cast another Mass Cure Wounds. Okay. Lovely. Roll that bean footage. So that'll be 24 healing for everybody. Nice. Oh, yeah. And then that is my turn. A good turn. Mm-hmm. Good turn. And I'm still a dragon. <laughs> Imagine Bart <laughs> as a dragon. Imagine if you can. Yeah. Next is Kyborg. Oh, then after Kyborg is an Anarch. All right. I'm gonna roll whatever. There's still one of those little suckers. Yeah. yeah. What's your What's your heal again? D6 plus five. Six. Everyone added that 24. Did plus five. That's 11. Cool. Clean better. Okay. So Bart attacks the West Arch. And it seemed to make the magic flicker. Yeah, it caused like a disruption that traveled down the flow of magic to the sphere. Did Entropa, did that, did that make him like furrow his brow or look, make him a little concerned? The little sweat beads going down when that happened. <laughs> Entropa seems, to put it nicely, like he's a, he's a little unhinged at the moment. He's a little off his rocker. I'm going to go ahead and shoot that Anarch that's in front of us with the longer bow of Crystallina. Oh my God. 15. That actually hit. Ha! Actually, no, I have to be honest. That was a one. Oh, 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 if it's a one, no, that's an automatic miss then. Okay, then I'll roll a lucky. There you go. And I'm going to shoot him again. Lucky boy. Uh, 23. That hits. Doing 11 points of damage. Okay, uh, that Anarch takes 11 points of damage. He's, he's still good? He's still good. Okay. That, that, that Anarch has not taken any damage up until this point. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, hit him again. 17. Uh, that connects. Nine. That Anarch explodes into... Red chaotic energy. Thank God. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to declare the acting skills of Gustavo Sarola. I have such range. I don't know if I want to declare what's his face is my mortal enemy because I feel like I'm going to have to target one of these other things, but I just don't know if it's worth my time to target these things. So, team, what do you guys think? What things? The, the archways, the portals. I yeah, mean, it, it seemed to do something when I, I feel hit like it. That's, yeah, that's the puzzle right now. We attack those and then we attack the parole and then. Something along those lines. Something in there. Okay. It's, not, it's still unclear what Bart's breath did. I think the, the pearl is probably getting power from the portals, and he's probably getting power from the pearl. It, it's like in WoW when you uh, like get to a, a boss encounter for the first time. Yeah, everyone needs to learn the, the phases. And <laughs> Please don't yeah. bring that nerd stuff in here. This is serious. <laughs> okay. This is Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use a bursting arrow on the west portal. I need you to say like, Bursting arrow. Bursting arrow. It's an arcane <laughs> shot. I'm going to use a bursting arrow. Okay. All right. 19. I don't know if it's moving or not. What's the AC? Yeah, that hits. All right. And then that's... Oh, eight, but I have piercer, so I get to re-roll damage if it's a one. All right. Re-roll that damage. All right. Aha! Ten. What if you'd rolled a one again? Can you keep re-rolling it? Maybe. I don't know. We're not going to get into it. All right, 10. All right, and then because that was a bursting arrow, uh, that was an additional, what was it, 2d6? You tell me. It's your move. Sorry, guys, it take forever. 
your list of features and traits is very long. Dude, it's 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 quite a bit. It's quite a bit. We need like a minority report level like screens in front of us with all of our stuff <laughs> listed out. It also doesn't help that I have literally the smallest screen of the group. He's on, he's on his phone. Yeah. Uh, listeners. Yeah, everyone else has either a laptop or a tablet that they're accessing it. It's also an iPhone 5. I don't know why he has that still. <laughs> it's a 12 mini. It's a 12 mini. Where is my bursting? Is it, can he, uh, oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2d6. Just confirming. I wasted all the time just to confirm what I already knew. That's eight points of damage. So a total of 18. Yeah. To which one did you get? The west one, the same one that Bart attacked. West one. Again, you see like a disruption in the flow of this energy transfer all the way down to the sphere and the sphere seems to like fade and shimmer a bit sparks fly off of it and it doesn't seem as solidly red as it was before seems like it's weakening maybe okay i think that i'm gonna call that my turn because I, I i don't want to action surge because i can't do any more like cool bursting arrows because i'm all out of arcane shots and it wouldn't make sense to declare what's his face my enemy quite yet so that's me turn that's me turn me, Pylord. Hardy, hardy, Me, the mighty. All right. Everyone hears like a really loud thunderclap originating from the middle near where everyone's standing. Everyone needs to make a constitution saving throw. Gosh dang it. 24. I'm going to use another lucky to reroll that. 18. 15. Yes. 20. Okay, uh, Kyborg and Bart made the save. Yes. Worth it. Thank you, Lucky. So then Mud and Gum Gum, you hear this really loud thunderclap come out and hit you, and it seems to, to really hurt you, and you're going to take a little bit of thunder damage. Thunder damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rough. You take 15 points of thunder damage, and Gum Gum and Mud, you are both deafened until the end of your next turn. Oh, dear. What? <laughs> we do jokes here. <laughs> we used to get inspiration dice for jokes because that's gone. I've oh. got an inspiration dice in a long time. I know, yeah, I know. I'm stingy with him now. Uh, mud, you're up, then gum gum. All right. Um, what? <laughs> uh, how big are these portals? Um, I mean, probably... 10 to 15 feet across and maybe they're yeah, just about as tall. Right. But it's like an archway, so it's not like a square or rectangle. It's um, tapered on the top edges. Lovely. All right. Then what I'd like to do is uh, I'd like to give myself a little bit of healing because that little sucker's still here and I'm not going to do a concentration spell because I still want it. So I'm going to roll my D6 real quick and then I'm going to do something so cool. Yeah. That's a five plus five, ten. All right. I cast Bones of the Earth. Bones of the earth. You cause up to six pillars of stone to burst from places on the ground that you can see within range, 120 feet away from me. Um, the ground where a pillar appears must be wide enough for its diameter, and you can target the ground under a creature if that creature is a medium or smaller. Each pillar has AC 5 and 30 hit points, and they take up their 5 by 5. So what happens if I cast two of these pillars under each of these portals? Um, and it says here, if a pillar is prevented from reaching its full height because of ceiling or other obstacle, a creature on that pillar takes 6d6 bludgeoning damage and is restrained, pinched between the pillar and the obstacle. Um, so I'm trying to target the portals as the thing it's going under. So either they erupt or they take that damage. Yeah, I'm going to say they're going to take the damage. So okay. like the pillars start to come up, but they're kind of stopped 
which would proc the damage aspect that we're talking about here. So you see the ground rumble, you see the pillars start to form, uh, but then they're stopped and aren't able to fully extend. Instead, doing damage to each portal slash archway. Computing up to 12d6 since two under each of them. So do... Should I roll three rounds of 12d6? Yes, that's what I was was trying to figure out how to to calculate. (laughs) Push the button a lot. Roll for uh, West Portal. Born and raised. 42. Nice. Ouch. I don't like that. Poor little yeah. Westy. What did it do to you? Uh, Nothing. A lot, a lot actually. <laughs> North portal. Could you reach it? North 50. Yep. 120 feet is the range. Excellent. 50. Stop. I am powerful druid. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> East portal. 37. The red sphere discharges like lightning. And it focuses back its energy towards Entropa and strikes him in the chest. Nice. And it knocks the red ruby out of his chest piece of armor That's and mine. It flies away. He flies away? The, just the, oh. the ruby, the gem itself. Can I catch uh, it? Flies away out in the direction of the party. It's on the ground now. To find a new red lantern. She put it in Gum Gum's crown. Yeah, or my arm. <laughs> <laughs> or Mud's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like where that conversation went. My butt. Only the east portal did something. The red sphere has disappeared. The portal has not changed color. What the heck? The red sphere. Oh, it's the sphere around him is gone too. Correct. Nice. That's what disappeared and discharged, causing the lightning, causing the red red ruby to fly out. So the the red diagem was the one that was doing the the shield. Yes, yes, yes. And the purple one made all the portals appear. Wow. Anything else, Mud? Excellent turn. (laughs) Can I take a quick moment to say what an idiot I am? Longer Bow of Crystalline, it says nothing about how I get disadvantage on enemies that aren't my sworn enemies. You just assume that? I just assume that. The only thing that I could find on a previous version of the Longbow was while your sworn enemy lives, you have disadvantage on attack rolls with all other weapons. Oh. I just completely invented well, that. Well, you, you didn't make, at least you didn't miss anything because of that. You still hit all your attacks. Yeah, yeah but I'm just like, dumb, dumb, dumb. Speaking of dumb, Gum Gum, it's your turn. <laughs> After Gum Gum, it's in Tropa. So the portal's gone. No, no, no. The no, red no, sphere. That's what I meant. This, yeah. There are different things. Words matter. And the <laughs> diagem is where? It's on the ground near the party. So I'm near the party too. Yeah. How far away? I'm is the it? party. From you, it's probably 10 feet away on the ground. Okay. I'll put it in the crown. Can right. I do that? Yeah. Gum Gum runs over, picks it up, and puts it in the crown. Shiny. It, it's almost like... They were meant for each other. It's as you put the gem up close to the crown, it's like getting two magnets close to each other. Wow, a Valentine's Day miracle. (laughs) And it uh, attaches, like, obviously it was made to fit there. Does anything happen to Gum Gum? Uh, The crown seems to get warm and glows a little brighter. And uh, Kyborg sees with jealousy. (laughs) Used to be mine. The other die gems, where are they right now? On his armor. Yeah, they're in his armor. Oh, yeah, and make sure you add that to your inventory, by the way. It's the source diet you get, uh You get advantage against uh, constitution saving throws. What else do you want to know? Like, it used to be mine, so. <laughs> I'm not jealous. I'm, it's fine. It's, it's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my crown thing to get the wings. Okay, so luminous spectral wings sprout from your back. And then... I want to fly to Antropa. Okay. I want to say, hi, I'm Gum Gum. I'm your son. Hi. And then give him a hug. <laughs> okay. To make like a touch attack just to see if unarmed strike. Yeah. You're able to wrap your arms around him. Audience at home, he's going to try to defeat him with the power of love. I don't know if this makes sense. Can I recklessly hug? <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I give a lot of leeway lots of times. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say not on that uh, one. That's uh, 18 then. No, sorry. 28. 28. Yeah. Sorry. 
uh, yeah, you are able to wrap your arms around Entropa and give him a hug. His eyes almost seem like, it's almost like he doesn't see you. He's in such a fervor. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's what my big plan was. That <laughs> was a great plan. Kyber's was a great like, come, come, you're in the way. You're going <laughs> yeah. my shot. That's so good. For area of effect spells, for everything. <laughs> I saw what he's going for, but... uh, come, you know. You're going to get real hurt. <laughs> Interesting strategy. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> uh, um, stab, 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 stab. Come, come, send his regards. Uh, <laughs> can I attack one of the other portals? That's going to put you up for yeah. an attack of opportunity. No, I can teleport. That's right, your age. There he goes. And then blink. <laughs> uh, so I'll teleport away and then recklessly attack one of the other portals. The, Which I, one? I guess the one on the left, the west, the west. one. Yeah, sure. So it's a 23 and uh, 22. Uh, yeah, that hits. 14 damage. Oh, okay, yeah, you um, strike at the archway with the portal in it. And like we said earlier, the archways seem like they're being held up by magic. And even though they've taken damage, they still seem like they're in good shape. But, you know, you uh, attack at it. And it's, it seems like even though the archway is strong, that it is having some kind of effect. Okay. Just to be clear, I want to teleport on to the side that's like furthest away. Opposite okay. side of the portal. Yeah. To Entropa. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's it. Okay. okay. Behind cover then. Guys, I just hugged my dad! <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a big day for Gum Gum. You hugged both his mom and his dad all in the same day. How did uh, it work out? It was okay. <laughs> I think he's angry. I think it's a normal experience for some kids meeting their dad for the first time. Oh, sad. It hurt and felt good. <laughs> okay. I kissed him on the lips. I, I have to say it. Intro. Intro. Pearl. Intro. Pearl. Intro. Papa. There, that's the one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. As the battle wages, you feel a soothing warmth pour over your bodies and you see the morning sun peeking over the horizon. And suddenly the red mist, blue clouds and black shadows stop pouring from the archways. You see the black gem fully crystallize above the dais. And Tropas begins chanting. Atropa's remaining armor and diagems clatter to the ground, save for his crimson crown. The black Entropearl flings straight into the center of his crown, and you feel the wind violently pick up around Entropa. Faster and faster, the gale swirls around him, growing taller, cloudier, and more crimson with every second. Within moments, Entropa has grown into a torrential tornado reaching high into the phasing sky. The once golden sun is blotted out, the sky turns ashen gray. You slowly feel power drain from your bodies, and at the same time, all around you, the grass, your clothes, even your skin fades and dulls with color and vitality. Two bloodshot eyes emerge from the cyclone, followed by a crooked smile. <laughs> you fools! I was there at the birth of magic. Now I will be its death. Nah. Well, yeah, if you're going to do anything, you have to do it in the next episode. Kyborg shoots an arrow at the tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, grow wings like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> are we Are we going to mention what next episode is? I mean, yeah, it's the last episode. It's the finale? Of this campaign. Of this campaign. This is the part one, I suppose, of the finale. Uh, the next episode will be part two of the finale 
of the Infinite uh, campaign, which will will have a uh, a wrap up episode after that to answer anybody's questions. No, the show isn't ending. Not even close. And no, we're not even taking a break from the action. Uh, so please continue to uh, listen and share around and watch uh, our puppet videos. Yeah, the puppet videos are going to keep coming. If you're not following us on social uh, at Sticky Dragon Pod. Yeah, get ready for some fun stuff for the next couple months. And if you could share our puppet videos and maybe, like, if you see someone in the comments, they're like, what is this? And, oh, I should listen to this. You should really say, yeah, you should. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we want to grow this community, and this is a lot of fun. Heck yeah. We're also, just so the audience is aware, we're also in the talks with some new merch stuff coming up. And uh, I don't want to say what items are coming, because we've got some fun items until I get final approval that they're happening and when. But um, we do have some fun, unique merch coming around. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Hey, guys, Bart here again. And I just want to give a special thanks to some of our friends who provided VO for characters in today's episode. We have Daya, voiced by the lovely BK Black Crystal on all social media platforms, as well as Entropa, voiced by Armando Torres. Mondo does stuff on social media. Thank you guys so much. Lovely voices. Not as lovely as mine, but you know, what can you do? Anyway, thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next time for the conclusion of the infinale of the entire campaign. But fret not, my friends, this isn't the end of the show. As was mentioned earlier, after the infinale, we will be doing a Between the Tales Q&A episode where we will be answering any questions from you, the audience, that you have about the entire infinite campaign. So if you have a question for the cast, crew, or anything about D&D, Post it on social media and use hashtag StinkyDragonPod, and we may just mention your name and answer your question in the episode. Until next time, my friends, stay stinky. Stinky Dragon Pod.